Welcome to the Piney Pastors Podcast, the elders meeting after show where we hang out to discuss theology and issues relevant to covenant members at Piney Ridge Church in Wentzville, Missouri. It's like a Bible study, covenant members gathering, elders hang out, and talk show all wrapped up into one. And it's all about making disciples of Jesus Christ. So grab another cup of coffee and let's get started. Welcome to another episode of, do we call it episode or edition? I think it's an episode. Yes. Yeah, of the uh, Piney Pastor. On the, pi- on the uh, yeah, podcast page, it says episode. episode. Episode number. Welcome to another episode of the Piney Pastors podcast. I am Jason Myers, one of the pastors of Piney Ridge Church, and along with me are the two other pastors. Nathan Smith. And Steve Hopped. And today, we are going to be talking about Prayer. Um, we're just going to jump right in, and I'm going to ask a question. What is prayer? I know we have a definition here in front bum, of bum, us bum. of John Bunyan. Mm-hmm. Not Paul Bunyan. He had a uh, no, big axe different Bunyan. and a big blue ox. Yeah. John Bunyan was a Puritan, and he said what, Sir Smith? He said <clears throat> that prayer is a sincere, sensible affectionate pouring out of the heart or soul to God through Christ in the strength and assistance of the Holy Spirit for such things as God has promised or according to his word for the good of the church with submission of faith to the will of God. That's rather full. It is. And uh, I like that definition. I do too one reason why i like it because it is rather full yeah so um if we were to uh narrow that down do you think that it let me ask this do you think it's right or helpful even um to say that prayer is simply talking to god is that true and is it helpful Hmm. well i think that now that I've heard Nathan's sermon from August 1st. Which, if you haven't listened to it, go back and do so. Do so. I haven't posted it yet, so... We don't listen well, to it yet. Oh, po- it's online. It's on uh, the uh, YouTube. It's on the video. YouTube. Okay. Yeah, and you can always listen to that. The YouTube. Post that before you post this. For a follower of Christ, okay. I mean, I, I assume that you're talking about Christian <laughs> prayer. But, yes. Uh, I think it's important to recognize that it is through Christ, that Christ is our mediator, that it is through him that we are able, because of him, in his name, that we are able to approach the throne of God with confidence. And so, um, whether we say it in our definition or not, for followers of Christ, we ought to always have that Mm -hmm. in the forefront of our mind when we're praying, that we are praying, but it is through the mediation of Christ. And, And that it is pleasing to God, and it is a sweet aroma to God, and it will be heard by God only if it is through Christ. Mm-hmm. That, so, so to say that prayer is talking to God, could a, a non-believer, could a non-believer talk to God? Well, sure. In the sense that God hears and knows everything. And yeah. Everyone, but, yeah. But if we're talking about Christian prayer, then I, th- I think, uh, again, whether we actually put it in our definition or not, it needs to be, we need to be acknowledging it at all times. And, yeah. And that was really helpful. Nathan, I, I just want to say here on the podcast, that was a wonderful sermon and has had a, Amen. an impact on my life already. 
just in two days and it will have an impact I think for the rest of my life mm. wow. short time though it may be <laughs> um, and how I, I pray and how I think about praying yeah well so thank you for speaking the oracles of God on Sunday yeah it was it was a privilege and it was uh, it was helpful for me in my my own thinking about prayer and hopefully it will be helpful for my practice of prayer as well um it definitely <clears throat> revealed some things that i want to focus on in regards to prayer but um yeah i since steve talked long enough he <coughs> gave me time to think about your question and i don't think that it's helpful, helpful. to say that prayer is just talking to god um because well for the reasons steve said um that prayer must be through christ is one but um i think well, let me just press on that for a second so prayer must be through christ mm -hmm. um what if an unbeliever is is sincerely sensibly affectionately pouring out their heart and soul to god but they maybe perhaps they've never heard the gospel mm -hmm. um so is that not prayer or is that not good? What do you think? You know, I actually thought of that scenario even as I was talking. Mm -hmm. When I said a non-believer can, can, can talk to God. But um, that prayer, I think the prayer of, of a... Uh, well, I'm thinking of the... The guy, the poor guy in the in the Bible that just says, Cornelius? Lord, I oh, believe, no, okay. help my, help my help unbelief. Me. You yeah. know, it's, it's just a help me, God. I recognizing our need for God. Uh, whether that person knows it or not, I think that that prayer is still mediated by Christ. When a, 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 any person cries out to God f sincerely for help, and especially in regard to uh, salvation yeah so whether they've heard the gospel or not I think that I think that that prayer is heard by God mediated by Christ God the Father mediated you mean, you by mean Christ. in that sense that if the prayer is answered it is still because of God's grace mm -hmm. and still because of Christ thank you for telling me what I mean <laughs> you're welcome mm -hmm. but um, but you have, you still have millions, nay, billions of people throughout history who have um, sought to pray to God um, and yet have re have done so while rejecting the gospel, rejecting Christ. And yes. uh, we would say that that is not prayer. biblical prayer. Right. Mm -hmm. That's not Christian prayer. That's not prayer that God desires or delights in or is pleased by. Um, and in yeah. fact, it can be that they honor him with their lips, but... Their hearts are far from him, and maybe mainly right. specifically because they're rejecting his son. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, I think this definition is helpful for me because I've just I've pondered in the past what makes something prayer, um, because uh, I especially think about um, you know the fact that God can hear prayers that are He knows our thoughts, mm -hmm. so we can pray to Him with our mind in mm -hmm. our mind mm -hmm. without speaking words out loud um 
but what what constitutes a prayer then if it's just <clears throat> is it any any thought in our mind that's not directed towards us or towards someone else uh, like what what makes this like sometimes you just wish something thing, you, yeah, you just desire right, something that's yeah. not necessarily is a prayer. that a prayer and if it's not then what distinguishes it mm-hmm. <clears throat> is it and then i think the at least my natural kind of tendency has been to like create a formula well if i say in jesus name or if i say our know, father if I, yeah if i if i open it with the words our father or god or then that makes it a prayer but um that's that's not the case um because people i think i think bunyan's definition here is accurate someone can say uh the words um god i'm i'm praying to you say our father can end with amen or in jesus name and yet it might not be sincere it might not be uh sensible if what he means i'm not sure what he means by sensible i i would assume that he means maybe i'm wrong um but that um with understanding rational yeah. understanding yeah affectionate <clears throat> so anyway um and it may not be through christ even if someone is saying those words so think having all of this here is really helpful in um understanding what is going on when someone who who isn't sincere or is not praying through christ or doesn't have the strength and assistance of the holy spirit what's what's going on are there is that truly prayer yeah well i've I've even caught myself saying at times um man i would really this would be really great if but I'm not actually praying. I'm just basically talking to yeah. myself because this is, I'm just saying, this is what I want to have. Mm-hmm. And instead of, and then stopping to say, God, it, you have to think you should, you don't have to, but we should be stopping to think, is this what is pleasing to the Lord that I'm asking for? Mm-hmm. Um, does this glorify him? Is it good for the church? Does it, is it, it's in submission to his will? Is it according with his word to his word? All those things, um, and then if so, why am I just wishing for this? Instead of asking. Why am I not asking? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and asking with faith. Um, he doesn't hey, say, it, say it has to be with faith. but I, When he says through Christ, I think that's I think with probably. submission of faith. Yeah, but even. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. I even think with faith so that, you know, our, our wishy-washy definitions of wish or hope that we have you know so so many times our our human understanding of hope is so far short of of the biblical understanding mm-hmm. of hope especially hope in Christ yeah when we pray we need to pray a prayer of faith believing that god is able and willing to answer that prayer uh, maybe not the way we want it answered and certainly in my case, anyway, not in the time frame that I desire, but I think I think I often pray with that weak human hope and wish being the the driving motivation. But God, I don't think you're going to do this, but I'm going to pray it, and maybe somehow miraculously you'll answer that prayer. We, we need to have a firm understanding of who it is we're praying to. We're praying to the God who answers better than we ask. 
we're praying to the omnipotent creator of the universe. And we need to be praying faith-filled prayers. Like we're thinking, boy, it would be great if, uh, you know, 10 more people in Wentzville would be uh, converted in this year when God is so much more powerful than that. Yeah. So let's pray big prayers, but let's pray them filled with faith, filled with uh, an understanding that this is not some weak, feeble-minded old man that we're praying to, but this is the omnipotent creator of the universe that we pray to. Mm -hmm. Well, and to connect to Nathan's sermon from Sunday, oftentimes, even if we believe, have faith that God is able, we don't always really see him as being very willing that he is, his heart's not really in it. We have, we're, he's reluctant mm -hmm. to answer our prayers. Um, and that's just not the picture that we have of God in the Bible. That's mm -hmm. not what he, he call. He calls us to pray. He initiates our prayers. He, he is the one saying, call to me, right. like ask me, search <laughs> for me with all mm -hmm. of your heart. And we often are, um, we, we, we're skeptical of his um, willingness and his eagerness, his desire to bless us and to answer our prayers. And so that's often why we don't pray. Yeah. Um, but, well, then I just wanted to add to that. It just, again, we're talking about Nathan's sermon. Go listen to it. August mm -hmm. 1st, 2021. Um, it's on the altar of incense from uh, Exodus 30. One through 10. Yes. And, uh, and, and connecting that to the verses in Revelation where the incense are the, is the prayer of the saints, a sweet aroma mm -hmm. to God. Uh, the prayers of God's children when prayed with reverence and awe and, 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 and prayed with faith, prayed through the mediation of Christ, these are sweet aroma prayers to God. And God loves to hear them. And I and I I liked your illustration of yourself as the petulant father, mm -hmm. you know, the impatient father. Or even the limited me, father. Who, you know, when when kids are, are pestering you and bothering you and and you're like, go away, I'm busy. You know, that's not God, the father, not mm -hmm. the good father that we pray to. He delights to hear the prayer of his children and um we need to to get into that mindset that that these prayers that we these faith-filled prayers that we pray are a sweet aroma to god yeah yeah so so far we've been talking about prayer and we haven't explicitly said this but um it seems like most of our um Im the implication of prayer is that it's asking god for things but prayer can be more than that so what other types of prayer are there besides supplicating, asking God for blessing us or others? Well, obviously you can be praising God mm -hmm. uh, for who he is, just praising God for um, what he's given us. And and then the purpose of that is, for me anyway, the thing that, that strikes me in, in spending time and just worshiping God is it puts me into the mindset of, the, the relationship that I have to him, that, that he is a transcendent, again, almighty, omnipotent, 
loving, gracious, merciful God, and um, yet he has seen fit for the purpose of his glory to call me to salvation, to graciously um, crush his son on my behalf so that I might uh, become a child of God. And it, it just puts me into, I think, a proper frame of mind of um, who he is, who I am, and my relationship to him. And, and, then, uh, and then just giving thanks to him mm-hmm. uh, with a grateful heart. Um, it reminds me, I think, so much that I don't deserve any of this. Any of these blessings that God has given, given me, I don't deserve one of them, but he has graciously given. And again, that's just the, the deep well of God's love for us mm-hmm. is, is so wonderful. So that's one, w- one form of prayer, and I think that it's, uh, it's a way that God uses to remind us and to put us in the proper frame of mind to give us a proper worldview to give us a proper way of of understanding and and interpreting the the things that happen to us in life yeah well it sounded like there were two in there if you think think in terms of the well-known acronym of acts sounded like adoration and thanksgiving in there skipped over c so maybe you should talk about well you were you didn't want to hog them all no Um, yeah, so the uh, ACTS acronym in regards to prayer is Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, and Supplication. <clears throat> um, so Steve spoke eloquently about adoration and thanksgiving. But And those two go hand in hand in my mind. I've always thought maybe it should be ATCS, but anyway, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't flow. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so... Um, Confession of sin is also a biblical way of praying, um, and one which I realized, <clears throat> I think I told you guys this a while back, that I don't practice enough confession. Um, I think Thanksgiving often, Thanksgiving is probably my most prevalent, frequent prayer, prayer mode. Um, and then maybe adoration actually, and then probably supplication and, uh, which supplication is just asking God for things. Yeah. Uh, and then confession is bringing up a distant fourth place. Yeah. But it is, it is maybe, well, I shouldn't say, I was going to say it was the, the prayer that's most modeled for us in scripture, but probably not. If you count all the Psalms, I don't yeah. think there are more prayers of. <coughs> but well, I'm, I'm well, thinking about like prayers of like mm-hmm. Nehemiah's prayer um, for himself and people. It was a big old prayer of confession. Uh, but even within you know a Psalm that might be uh, mainly adoration or mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, there's often an element of confession in there as well. Yes, <coughs> by 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 confession. We are meaning the i the idea of admitting our sinfulness and uh, saying agreeing with God that we are a sinner that His Word has showed us mm-hmm. shown us that we are indeed in need of a Savior right. and that we are um, 
the chief of sinners when God shows us that we should acknowledge that to him. Yeah. Um, and yet there's another side of confession I see often, maybe most often in the Psalms. In If we were to say confession, not only as admitting and acknowledging our sinfulness, but admitting and acknowledging our weaknesses. I think that's a, often a, uh, a f- um, overlooked um, aspect of prayer is just telling God, I'm afraid of this. Yes. Like, this, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just nervous about what's coming up. And just being honest with God about your own weaknesses, your own limitations, and then letting that lead you into maybe confession of uh, maybe it's because I'm not trusting you enough, God, or maybe leading into thank you for taking care of me anyway, yeah. or adoration. You're better and bigger and stronger than I am or supplication. Would you help me in this? Right. I right. think often yeah. prayer can start with the confession just of my, our confession of our human weakness. Mm-hmm. Amen. And you guys probably can affirm with me that that's a prayer I preach, <laughs> a prayer that I pray before, and he I, preaches it. before I preach. It's, uh, yes. Yes. We're asked yes. to do something that's impossible. We cannot change the hearts of people. Mm-hmm. And yet God chooses through the foolishness of preaching, even as we talked about mm-hmm. today in our meeting, uh, mm-hmm. to, to transform people's hearts through the power, mm-hmm. through the word of God uh, applied by the power of the Holy Spirit and um, yes, I think that that confession of our weakness goes again goes back to what I was talking about with with uh, adoration, where it right. puts us in our our proper frame of mind, our need for God. Uh, so not only knowing who He is, but knowing who we are mm-hmm. in relation. Yeah, yeah, and <clears throat> that's probably helpful to point out that. Even even though that acronym is helpful, um, I think in evaluation, sometimes maybe as a guide, I don't often use it as a, intentionally as a guide for my yeah. prayers. I know some people do, and I'm sure it's a, a good, useful tool. But um, I don't think you can really pray in those separate categories very effectively. I mean, you're not going to truly... They all run yeah, you're not going to really adore or be thankful to God if you if you're not aware of your sin and confessing your sin right. and like you're saying a big part of our adoration is born out of our awareness that we deserve nothing from God but wrath and um, you know if we're we're not going to be asking God for to do great things if we don't believe that he is an awesome God who's worthy of adoration so it's exactly yeah, they're not neatly compartmentalized, and I don't think we should try. Exactly. Or, or feel like we have to follow that model. I mean, even, yeah. even the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6, um, you see Jesus and the apostles and uh, Old Testament uh, prophets and saints praying using different words and even a different structure or order. Yeah. Um, I think the point of Matthew 6, um, Jesus' prayer that he teaches his disciples is um, there's a, a general model of these are the kind of things you should be praying for, and this is the heart and the way in which you should be praying in general. Um, mm-hmm. But speaking of that, Nathan, on Sunday you also gave a um, an acronym for prayer. Did you know that it could be Kilto or Toil K? Or oh, I did. K-Toil. D- uh, yeah, believe me. I, you went through I all went of that, okay. the options. Um, <laughs> Otlik, uh, Kilto, uh, yeah. Oil TK. Yeah, Oil, oil TK. I like it. Yeah. But anyway, would you explain to us what is uh, Kilto? Um, well, it is the prayer that I pray 
most every morning when I sit down and prepare to open up scripture. Prayed it this morning, um, and I did post it on our blog at the behest of Pastor Steve, or at the suggestion. Behest? Bequest? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Behest, he, he I said think, it. Work. He said it might be a good idea. <laughs> uh, so I put it there, but yeah, it's um, it's an acronym, and the uh, from the Psalms. all of them are from the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, let's see, one's from Psalm twenty-five. Well, hey, hey, hey I got it right in front of me. You Eighty-six, me. couple from one nineteen, one nineteen, three of them from one nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the K is keep steady my steps according to your promise. Let no iniquity get dominion over me. Eyes Amen. incline my heart to your testimonies and not to selfish gain. Turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways. L, um, lead. I actually have had two different ones for this one. I kind of go back and okay. forth. But um, lead me in your truth and teach me for you, the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day or all day long. All the day long. Sometimes I paraphrase it. Yeah. Um, that's the L and then T is teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. And then the additional letter O. Kilt O. Is open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Mm-hmm. Which is an awesome prayer to pray as we open up God's word. Yeah. Because we <coughs> we won't behold wondrous things unless he opens our eyes. So And uh, as he said, if you missed all that, you can go to our website, um pineyridgechurch.org and find that on our blog, a daily prayer. Um August second. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that is a just we we really haven't mentioned it. John Bunyan mentioned it a little bit in his definition, but praying scripture is yeah. A wonderful way to prayer when I mean, we're praying back to God his own words and uh, to pray scripture and pray according to scripture is uh, is important it's um, sometimes I don't want to pray scripture there are scriptures that uh, Lord I really don't want to pray that uh, and acknowledge that that what I'm going through, this trouble, this tribulation that I'm going through, that you're going to work it out for my good, but I don't know if I trust you, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but, so it's important, I think, for us to, um, to pray Scripture-saturated prayers to strengthen our weak knees and to raise up our arms and uh, to... Uh, to help us to stand against Satan and his onslaughts. And it's not as though God says, oh, you prayed one of my words, so that I'm really going to pay attention and, and uh, answer that prayer right. as much as if you didn't pray the exact words of Scripture. They're not more magical in that sense, but it, I think it helps us. As you said, Steve, it, it strengthens us. It gives us confidence that what we're saying is good. It teaches us. It, yeah. And it teaches us, and it helps us. To, it, it shapes and forms our prayers. Um, and the Psalms, as uh, Nathan said, this kilto is all from the Psalms. Not that you have to only pray through the Psalms. They're just really helpful and maybe easier to uh, because most of the Psalms are prayers. Right. Um, so leading that way is helpful. Um, but there, you can pray through all of Scripture. And um, when you go through a passage, whether it's um, a narrative, uh, whether it's a just a, 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 a 
doctrinal teaching time in the uh, epistles of Paul, um, turn it back into a prayer. Amen. And saying, God, what this is telling me to do, this is what I want, but I don't want it enough. Help me in this. Or God, you are worthy. Came to mind. uh, I read it this morning from Proverbs. Um, It's actually an instruction or exhortation, as most of the proverbs are, um, from an older man to his son but it's uh, do not despise the discipline of the lord mm-hmm. so that is not a prayer but you could easily turn that into a prayer lord help me not to despise your discipline whatever Amen. you bring into my life as discipline help me to see it as as good as a as something that's good from your hand and and something that and that could be easy to turn into prayer for your children or other people amen that they may need it as well yeah, yeah. and and i've i found that to be an effective tool if you will uh, after reading scripture you know we talk often about reading scripture is good uh, memorizing scripture is better <laughs> um, meditating on scripture reading so reading memorizing and meditating on scripture that's that's best and um, that's a way to meditate on the scripture it's a way that keeps the scripture in my mind throughout the day mm-hmm. is uh, just looking through the passage and saying what can I specifically turn into a prayer for myself today? Mm-hmm. That actually helps you to understand the scripture better, I think, when you're mm-hmm. able to turn it into a prayer or when you're working on that even. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we've talked quite a bit um, about prayer, but um, maybe we'll do another um, episode later on teaching our kids to pray. But um, in general, um, do you guys have any resources on prayer that you would recommend? Well, that uh, book by Bunyan. What's it called again? It's one of the Puritan paperbacks, and it's just called Prayer. What? Bunyan on Prayer. I didn't think they had one-word titles. That probably wasn't his title. That was Banner of Truth's title. It's actually, yeah, that's Banner of Truth's title. Uh, It's actually (laughs) two different essays that he wrote on prayer. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure his titles are like... 20, 30 words long each. Um... The I mentioned this on Sunday also the Valley of Vision prayer book mm-hmm. Amen yeah. Puritan prayers um I know there was something else I was thinking about a different prayer book but it's is not coming to mind the piercing um, piercing the darkness no nope. this present darkness no, no. it's uh <laughs> I'll have to look it up there's another one while you, left behind while you look it out up I was just gonna say the Valley of Vision has been really ha- had an effect on me. And um, I I just am sometimes amazed at the humility and the mm-hmm. uh, and yet the what's the word I'm looking for the audacious prayers that that those men and men were willing to pray and and were able to pray and it encourages me and exhorts me and rebukes me all mm-hmm. at one time it's. Uh, and and that's another thing that I've done with the Valley of Vision is I have uh, prayed as I'm reading through them I will just stop and say and pray that prayer maybe in my own words for myself and uh, or, or or for the church or for for people that I know so yeah yeah the book I was thinking of is called Piercing Heaven Prayers of the Puritans oh yeah um, it's another book of Puritan prayers yeah. Um, and and part of the reason why I think the Puritan prayers, the Valley of Vision or Piercing Heaven, are so um, 
good is because they're rich with scripture. They are, um, and they are, as you said, Steve, uh, full of humility, but also um, faith. Yeah. And so that's uh, that's how we should be praying. Yeah, and I think there's uh, I, the Puritans weren't perfect for sure. They had their blind spots, just like all of us do. Yeah. But they had <coughs> different blind spots. I think uh, mm-hmm. heard a number of people talk about that idea. I think C.S. Lewis talks about that when he talks about being careful about having chronological snobbery as if all new things are better. Um, but how it's helpful to read older authors because their blind spots were different. Not that they were lacking blind spots, but, but we have different ones. And I think that's the case. Um, when you read those Puritan prayers, you're like, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pray like that. Um, right. But they're very biblical. And, uh, trying to find something else because those Puritan prayers are great. They do take some getting used to just right, the language. So it's, for sure. it's older, more King Jamesy. Looking for a more modern for day sure. work yeah. on prayer. Um, yeah. And I, I own a copy of one. I can't remember of uh, Tim Keller's book on prayer, which was helpful to me when I read it. There's also um, I was going to mention that one, but I haven't read the whole thing yet. So Paul Miller's book. Oh yeah, a praying life. A praying life. Yeah, a praying good. life. That's, yeah, that that book was helpful to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've uh, can't think of titles right now, um, but read a maybe it was just a Spurgeon sermon that I'm thinking about now. I thought it was a book I have on prayer from Charles Spurgeon, and um, we can. If you are interested in, we can probably get you a list after further. Yeah. The one I was review. trying to think of just now is uh, Every Moment Holy by Doug McKelvey. There's mm-hmm. two volumes of it now, and uh, I don't have the second one, but it's really good. Um, he calls them liturgies. I'm not totally sure why, but I would call them prayers. Some of them, maybe because he wrote, a lot of them with the intention of them being prayed um, with a group of people, not just individually. Yeah. Um, and so they're, they're like call and call right. and response kind of thing. But some of them are written for individual prayer and most of them you could pray as an individual. But I mean, he has everything from like uh, liturgy for changing a diaper to uh, uh, like liturgy for, um, I don't know. Just maybe this isn't one, but something like first day of spring or something like that. Just trying to different. make your mind and life more prayerful, more yeah. focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Well, um, as closing this out on this episode, this podcast out on prayer, I thought it would be beneficial if we actually prayed. So, Steve, would you pray for us that we would be more prayerful in a way that um, is glorifying and pleasing to the Lord? Mm-hmm. Our Father, I'm thankful that we had this time together, just the three of us, just uh, bouncing things back and forth, Lord. It's been instructive to me, and I pray that it will be beneficial to those who are hearing. Father, I pray that you would cause us to depend on you more, cause us to be more prayerful, cause us to get to the point where praying is our default mechanism 
for any for for anything that we encounter in life lord teach us to be more dependent teach us to be more prayerful teach us to be more scriptural in our prayers grow us and bring us up into full maturity in christ Mm. i pray this in the name of jesus amen amen Thank you for listening. We have a new podcast each week, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes. For more information about Piney Ridge Church in Wentzville, Missouri, visit us online at pineyridgechurch.org. That's P-E-I-N-E, ridgechurch.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Piney Ridge. That's all for today. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday morning.